Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Show. Thanks for joining us to lead, learn, and laugh. I'm Michael Bull, your host to the world of commercial real estate. Today, we're looking into the world of crowdfunding. We'll talk with the CEOs of three companies about the new way that sponsors of real estate projects connect with investors. Please welcome my first guests, Adam Hooper and Roman Rosario. They're both co-founders of Real Crowd. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Michael. Well, to get us started, there's some changes in the Job Act, and then you also look at technology and where it's gone. Tell us a little bit about the Job Act and how you guys got started with Real Crowd. Sure. So the the Jobs Act has created what we think is one of the biggest shifts in how people can access real estate for the first time in 80 years since it was put in place by the SEC. Um, the the general solicitations you could never do before. So I couldn't tell you this is the first time we've met. I couldn't tell you that I'm trying to raise money for a specific offering. Uh, September of last year that all changed, and now you can tell the world through the internet, through radio, TV, through billboards. Uh, that you're raising money for specific opportunities. So that's a huge shift in how the word can spread basically about raising capital for private offerings. Okay, and tell me a little bit about your platform and how it works for for investors uh, and sponsors of projects. Sure, so what we're looking to do is basically create the spot for investors to access real estate and for real estate operators to have an efficient way to raise that capital. So our platform we've built, we've done deals from San Francisco to Washington, D.C. We've got investors from all around the country and even international uh, that can all come to one place, view the opportunities, review the due diligence, uh, make those investment decisions all through our website online, uh, and then manage the performance of that portfolio over time through the website as well. Okay, so I'm a a sponsor. I've got uh, great projects. I've been doing it a long time. Well, I don't want to change what I'm doing, you technology guys out in California. I mean, wh- why should I change? What's this going to do for me? Yeah, well, <clears throat> what we've done is we've actually, the time you're spending on fundraising and investor management, our technology has allowed you to reduce that time by a fraction of the, of, of the time uh, overall. So a lot of operators are spending 40, 50, 60% of their time on either fundraising or investor management. And we've short, we, because of the technology we've built, we brought that down to 10 or 15%. Nice. And then also, I guess, the, the cost, if you're, if you're spending less time, then it's, there's cost involved too, right? Yeah, and that's you know, the biggest thing is, is where is your time best focused as a real estate operator? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not getting paid to manage your investors or to raise that capital. Uh, you're getting paid to basically create that value and find those opportunities in the real estate. So by, mm-hmm. as Roman said, if we can shrink that time from 40% of your day and, and your career basically chasing mm-hmm. money and managing investors, if we can shrink that down to 5%, that's all that time you have now back on your plate that you can focus on finding those deals and creating that value for your investors. Or going out to lunch and <laughs> having a good time. Yeah. All right. That's right. So I'm uh, I'm a sponsor of a project. I've got a great project that that I want to buy and it's a value add. I got to spend a lot of money on it. I'm gonna do an addition. Uh, I'm experienced in in my sector. What's my next step? What do I do? Sure. So we've got a, uh, a fairly thorough uh, vetting process that we run mm-hmm. through for the operators on our website. So 10 years minimum principal level experience, uh, $50 million of, of combined experience, basically, with your portfolio. Uh, we'll do background checks. So any litigations, bankruptcies, foreclosures. You're not going to call my old girlfriends, are you? Uh, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, though. Probably not. Um, and then we'll look at your track record. How, how many deals have you done? Where have they been? What's the performance been? Um, and then from there, you'll provide an application. We'll go through. We'll basically take your offering materials. So if you put together an offering memorandum that you would typically take to your investors, uh, we you know, essentially repurpose that 
make it so that's digestible through a web experience. Mm -hmm. uh, from there, we can get it out to our network of investors, your network of investors, do joint press, um, pretty much any means you can to get the word out. And then through the website, basically harness that interest, collect those commitments, and then manage the whole transaction process through there. Okay, so you're doing some vetting of the sponsors, but you really can't guarantee these sponsors in their deals, right? No, no it's, guarantees. yeah, no guarantees. <laughs> guarantees in real estate are hard to come by. Yeah, <laughs> but it's good that you're vetting them up front. Yeah. So, so let's say I'm a, an investor now, and I think it's a good time to invest in commercial real estate. The downturn's behind us. All the fundamentals are improving. Uh, there's been a real lack of new construction. I think it's a great time to invest. And but I don't have you know 80 million or 8 million to invest. Maybe I have 100,000 or whatever that I want to invest. Can I do that through your platform? And what's the process? Absolutely. So it's as we said, it's it's all online. Mm -hmm. um, minimum investments have varied anywhere from ten to fifty thousand. So the the operator themselves will set that minimum investment, mm -hmm. and that's you know one of the benefits as you touched on. If you have a hundred thousand uh, dollars, you don't necessarily want to put all your eggs in one basket. So now through this platform, again, we've done deals in in San Francisco, D.C., Colorado, Arizona, L.A. Um, you can build a diversified portfolio with that same amount of money for deals that you'd never have access to otherwise, instead of putting it in one deal that's maybe in your backyard. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and tell us about a sample uh, transaction that you guys have been involved in. Yeah, sure. So uh, one, one uh, property that we, we were involved in was a retail property in Washington, D.C. Um, this was exciting for us because of, A, it brought access to uh, you know a product type commercial real estate to a lot of investors, uh, but B, it brought certainty of closure to, to the operator as well. Um, we got a call from from them from the operator two days before it was supposed to close, saying that they needed uh, well, they had an investor that unfortunately had to back out, um, two hundred thousand dollars. So they reached out to us and we said okay, and we sent out to the network and within twelve minutes we had that allocation filled. Um, so it, it certainly brings you know certain closure to operators. It's real exciting for us. And it was that in that transaction had they raised the initial capital through you or just they came back for the for the two hundred. Yeah, they'd raise a portion through both. So they'd raised mm -hmm. a portion offline and then raised a portion through our website as well. Um, in terms of kind of overall deal specifics, you know, the reason we started this company is because there's huge inefficiencies in what we'll call middle market mm -hmm. equity. So beneath where the institutions will play, but beyond where a lot of guys can syndicate effectively. So anywhere from two to eight million of equity. So deal sizes have been anywhere from 10 to 20 million, typically in the actual transaction size. Yeah, we've done, so we, we launched in August of last year and we've done $110 million of transactions. Every single one of those transactions have been over $10 million, but under 20 in that range. So Okay, so if I'm an investor and I want to invest $50,000 or something, I can look at various property types and how many offerings might there be, say, at the moment? Uh, right now we've got four live and we've got a pipeline of many, many more that we're uh, waiting to turn live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And do I have to be an accredited investor to invest through this program? Absolutely. And that's one of the, the, the differentiators between crowdfunding per the Jobs Act and, and what we're doing, which is really taking traditional real estate syndication and making it hyper-efficient. Um, so we are dealing with accredited investors. Part of the Jobs Act when you make a general solicitation is we have to take some extra steps to certify that you're accredited. So typically, uh, self-certification, check the box when you do a private placement. Um, that doesn't cut it anymore, so we have to take a few extra steps to, to take uh, what the SEC calls reasonable steps to verify that the investors are accredited. Okay, and for our listeners who might just be driving down the road and they tuned in on the radio, <laughs> uh, what is an accredited investor? 
Yeah, accredited is uh, 200000 or 300000 of mm-hmm. annual income, whether you file single or joint, mm-hmm. or net worth of a million dollars or greater, not including your personal residence. Okay, yeah, they took that out, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because who knows what it's worth. It's going up and down so fast. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Especially yeah. during the last cycle. Right. Yeah. Well, what are some of the ch- challenges that, that folks have when they're trying to raise capital like this and, uh, and, and are, are maybe going through this process? Sure. So challenges in overall capital raising are just inefficiencies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody has their their network of 100 or 200 or maybe three or 400 investors that they go out to. Uh, and at some point you become a victim of your own success. You can mm-hmm. only go back to the well so many times. So from the, the challenge standpoint of raising the capital, uh, you know, we alleviate that by now having a network of literally thousands that you can access through this way. Um, for the industry in total, you know, adverse selection has been a concern mm-hmm. that a lot of people had with crowdfunding. Is it going to be basically a funding source of last result uh, or last resort rather? And you know, what we're doing by providing the tools to manage your existing portfolio of assets, we're providing a lot of extra value beyond just the capital for the operators. And so that's how we're able to attract the best operators. Uh, and we feel the best operators are going to do the best deals. Right? Yeah, well, that's a good point. And what about the exit strategy? So uh, for these investors who are typically, as you mentioned, maybe investing small amounts of money in a larger project, you guys aren't really involved in the exit strategy, right? How does that work? Yeah, it works like a typical syndication. So mm-hmm. the investors, when they come to our platform, they, <clears throat> they're educated that you know these are illiquid, generally illiquid, uh, opportunities that have a timeline associated with it. Mm-hmm. So three to five years in, in many cases. And so the investors understand that, you know, their money is going to be uh, invested through that period of time. Yeah. And the operators, they're the experts, right? Mm-hmm. We're not an expert in every product type in every market across the country, mm-hmm. but we know how to find the guys that are. Mm-hmm. And so by partnering with them, uh, they're in the position to make those decisions and, and be the stewards of that capital for the investors. Right. And we're sh- short on the break. Well, we're at the break, but the timing <laughs> is good. And I appreciate you guys being uh, on the show today. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Michael. If you'd like more information from go to realcrowd.com. I think you'll, you'll be impressed with what you see. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. Stay with us. We have a lot more for you. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you in part by your friends at Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com or call 800-408-BULL. Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. Well, today we're exploring crowdfunding, and I want you to please welcome my next guest, Jillian Hellman, CEO of Realty Mogul. Jillian, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Well, we appreciate you coming to Studio One today. And Jillian, the Jobs Act, and, and I guess people being more open to technology uh, today has really opened some opportunities for sponsors of, of real estate projects to match up with investors. What is the latest on the Job Act? Yeah, so the, the JOBS Act is a piece of legislation that introduced crowdfunding to the world. And we're still waiting on final regulations to come out of the JOBS Act. Originally, it was meant so any investor across the country could invest, whether they're an accredited investor or a non-accredited investor. Today, the crowdfunding is only open to accredited investors. And the Securities and Exchange Commission has just done their proposed regulations for Title III of the JOBS Act, which which will open it up to non-accredited investors. So it's still going to be some time until we see it being fully legal. Okay. But the JOBS Act already 
has allowed companies like you to to put this out on the internet that uh, to attract investors, but they still have to be accredited. Is that correct? Absolutely. So we're doing crowdfunding for real estate today, but we're limited to an accredited investor. So tell us about some of the challenges of where it is right now before this uh, the the regulations are finished here. So with accredited investors, we're able to invest in any dollar amount of real estate. You know, as we all know, real estate can get into really big numbers, 10, 20, 30, hundreds of millions of dollars. In the proposed regulations through the JOBS Act, there's going to be a million dollar cap on how much you can raise through crowdfunding. So that's a little bit challenging uh, for real estate specifically. There's also another challenge around a requirement for audited financials if you raise over a half a million dollars. Now, audited financials could cost anywhere from twenty or $30,000, and those sponsors are going to pass that off to the investor. That's going to be a charge that the investor is going to have to pay for, and that's a concern of mine in the proposed regulations. Yeah, it's interesting. So I, when I was first asked about how I thought crowdfunding would affect commercial real estate, and I, I said I don't think it would have a big effect because of that million-dollar limit. But it's interesting, the fact that you can advertise for credit investors has taken the world by storm, hasn't it? Yeah, it's absolutely taken the world by storm. You know, when I tell folks that there's already been hundreds of millions of dollars in property value that has been crowdfunded, they're they're astonished. It's a new industry, but, you know, real estate, I think, is going to be a very, very large part of the crowdfunding industry. And there's a lot of accredited investors in the United States. You know, you're looking at eight to nine million people who today can invest in real estate through these online websites and through crowdfunding. So it's a lot easier to find. So if there is a limit of a million dollars, do you think that will will pass that way? Will that be the end result? And if it is, will you really want to fool with with non-accredited investors under a million dollars? Do you think it really have any effect in commercial real estate? Yeah, that's a big challenge. You know, a million dollars, as we mentioned, in real estate just isn't meaningful. But what I think there is going to be, and this is a hunch, but the hunch is that there's going to be a carve out for real estate specifically. You know, if you are the regulator, if you're the Securities and Exchange Commission, and you're asking yourself, what is the risk profile of a commercial real estate transaction compared to crowdfunding for a startup or crowdfunding for a small business? Real estate just doesn't get up and walk away. You know, <laughs> startups fail and, and small businesses close all the time. Um, but real estate is a tangible, physical thing. And so I think that we're going to see a carve out from the Securities and Exchange Commission. I think that it's going to take time. Uh, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to be part of the proposed regulations that come out in the first round of, of crowdfunding for non-accredited investors. But I do think there will be something specific for real estate. And I think that it took the the regulators by surprise. I don't think they realized how big of a piece real estate was going to be when they first did the regulations for crowdfunding. Right. And it's really good timing for real estate, right? We've just been through a recession. Uh, the fundamentals are improving. So it's really good timing when you look at uh, people's openness to technology and to working on the Internet more than ever than they ever have. And, uh, and then you're looking at a market where people are, okay, it feels okay to invest in real estate, right? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And, and it's funny, you know, investors have to be comfortable when they're making an investment decision, whether it's an investment in real estate or small business or stocks and bonds. And the beauty of it is that we have a lot of investors now who have invested in online broker dealers. Think E-Trade, think Scott Trade. These are companies that they've gotten comfortable with to trade stocks and bonds. I think it was only a matter of time before they traded real estate on the internet. Right. Well, tell us how your uh, Realty Mogul system, how that worked for its sponsor. Sure. So Realty Mogul is an online marketplace for real estate investing. And we match real estate sponsors with accredited investors. So for a real estate sponsor, they typically get a property under contract. Could be an apartment building, could be an office building, could be a retail shopping center. And then they come to Realty Mogul to raise a portion of their equity capital. 
Um, usually the debt capital is facilitated via bank because it's cheaper. You know, bank debt is cheap right now at three and a half or four and a half percent. And they come to Realty Mogul to raise money for the equity portion from the crowd. We try and streamline that process as much as humanly possible. So we pool all of our investors into a single entity, typically a limited liability company, and we're making one investment with that sponsor. So for that sponsor, it means they've got one K1, one set of reports, one distribution, and we've built software in order to scale that. We've built software where it doesn't matter if there's one investor in the transaction or 95 investors in the transaction. It's just as easy and just as streamlined. Okay, but it's still up to the investor to pretty much uh, totally vet the deal, right, and the sponsor. So we put all of the sponsors and all of the deals through our proprietary underwriting. Uh, and we curate transactions, meaning we might look at a billion dollars in real estate and we might only put up you know, 50 million to invest in the platform. But it is the responsibility of the underlying investor to make that investment decision. You know, Investing is a very personal thing. So what that means is that different investors have different needs. Some have needs for immediate cash flow. Some have needs for you know, holding on to an investment for two years as opposed to 10 years. And we can't make that decision for the investor. So the underlying investment is up to the actual investor themselves. And that brings up the question of exit strategy. So I guess these uh, these investors are going in that, that LLC, that pool, they've got to have the same exit strategy plans, right? Exactly. And every single transaction has a business plan. So the exit strategy for one transaction may be a two to three year hold. Maybe it's a major value add project. Uh, where an exit strategy for another project may be a 10-year hold, and they're they're relying or looking for a market to really improve before they have an exit. So the investors knows that going into the transaction, and they should be prepared to hold for the long term on these investments. And who pays the cost at Realty Mogul? The investors or the sponsor or both? Or So both the investor and the sponsor pay us. Um, for the investor, we're typically charging between 1% and 2% a year. And that's to manage and do all the administration around these funds for the investor. So we do all the underlying reporting, all the underlying distributions, and also all the tax documentation at your end. Okay. And what types of properties work well in your platform? You know, there's a huge appetite for cash flow right now. Uh, Investors are yield starved. They're making less than 1% in the banks, and they love getting a monthly or a quarterly check. So what we're seeing that works best at Realty Mogul is apartment buildings, shopping centers, office buildings. We just closed on a self-storage transaction. There was a ton of appetite for self-storage. But the overarching theme across all these investments is cash flow. They're generating monthly or quarterly distributions directly into the pockets of our investors. So it's the same thing that's working well on the on the open market. It's uh, least stable income properties. There you go. Stable cash flowing properties. We're short of the break, but who's your typical investor? So what's really interesting about Realty Mogul is we have very sophisticated investors. Uh, We've got folks from the major brokerage firms in real estate. We've got high finance individuals who are working at major investment banks and major commercial banks. And we've also got a really interesting contingent of technology folks. These are senior software engineers at Google and Facebook and Yahoo, um, in addition to doctors and dentists and other professionals who want exposure to commercial real estate. But they're all credited. They are. So you take them through that process. We do. All right, well, stay with us. We'll have a quick break here. More on crowdfunding. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you in part by France Media. France Media provides exposure to the world of commercial real estate. Visit francemediainc.com or call 404-832-8262.
Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. Hey, we do appreciate hearing from you. If you have any comments or questions, reach out to us on social media, email, phone, or smoke signals, right? Uh, you can try anything. You can access all our contacts at commercialrealestateshow.com. And if you're having a drinking game based on the number of times we mentioned the website, you might be getting a little tipsy by now. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> My guest today is Jillian Hellman with Realty Mogul, and we're talking about crowdfunding. And Jillian, another question that uh, some investors may have out there is, is there a minimum or a maximum investment that an investor can make in these projects? So our minimum investment is either $5,000 or $10,000, and we have no maximum. You know, investors have done hundreds of thousands of dollars with us. We've had other investors who have done millions of dollars with us. Uh, we try and make it flexible to allow those investors to get the exposure that they want. Okay. And one of the advantages of, to commercial real estate, and I guess real estate in general, is some tax advantages. So are the investors investing in, and pooling their money in these investments through crowdfunding at Realty Mogul, are they getting some of the tax advantages? Yeah, absolutely. You know, as you mentioned, one of the big benefits of real estate has been the tax advantages. And we structure our investments as limited liability companies or LLCs. And those allow for us to pass through depreciation direct to the investor on their tax documents at the end of the year. Okay. And what types of sponsors are you generally working with there? So we're usually looking for best in class real estate sponsors. And the way that we define that is they are focused on a specific geography and focused on a specific property type. So Atlanta multifamily, for example, or Dallas, Texas retail. We find that those types of sponsors tend to have the best expertise in those markets. And historically, our sponsors have done over $100 million in transactions before they turn to crowdfunding to grow their businesses. Okay. And one of the challenges that the investors find today is, is deal flow, finding properties to invest in. How is uh, Realty Mogul affecting that? Yeah, so it's really interesting. A lot of people, when they talk about crowdfunding, talk about democratization of access to capital. We think about it completely differently. We think about crowdfunding as democratization to access to deal flow. It's incredibly challenging to find good real estate transactions in today's market. We're seeing you know, investors come to us with transactions that are four or five caps in the multifamily world when we're not investing in anything less than a six and a half, a seven or an eight cap, depending on the market. And one of the reasons that we're able to get such access to deal flow is because we have so many sponsors that are working with Realty Mogul that are scouring the country looking for transactions. So think about hiring all these sponsors to go find the best transactions. And that's, that's really what we've done. Our, our access to and our size to deal flow continues to amaze me on a daily basis. That's interesting. Well, one of the challenges that investors have had, especially small investors, uh, is, is on the exit strategy, especially with the ticks in the past and, and sometimes with just normal limited partnerships. So what do you say to exit strategy questions to, uh, from investors? Yeah, every transaction has a business plan and we're laying out the exit. But, you know, I think, Michael, eventually we're going to see a secondary market. Investors should not rely on it, but whether Realty Mogul builds it or another company builds it, you know, if crowdfunding gets as massive as I think it's going to get in the, in the tens of billions or the hundreds of billions of dollars, there's going to be a mar market for a secondary market. Uh, and it'll just be a matter of time. But again, investors can't invest thinking that. They have to invest for the long term. They have to invest knowing that their capital is going to be tied up for the life of the business plan. Right. It is a commercial real estate investment, right? It is. It's physical, it's tangible, and it's, it's not easy to sell. Okay. And what are some tips that you would give investors who are looking at crowdfunding investing in real estate? 
So the, the most important thing is to get educated. Uh, a lot of our investors are very sophisticated in real estate. For others, they haven't had access to real estate before. So education is very big, and we run an education center for that. The other thing is to be careful about the crowdfunding company that you're investing in. And it's funny that as the CEO of a crowdfunding company, I would say this, but not every crowdfunding for real estate company is going to be around. We're running startups. We're operating startups. You want to be with a company that is well capitalized. We wouldn't even open our doors until we'd raise capital, institutional capital for the company, because I didn't want to be a business that went out of business. And I think that's really important for investors. They need to be investing with solid companies. They need to be investing with a management team that they can trust. And they need to be willing to ask questions. You know, we're very open to taking questions. We're very open to sharing with investors. What's our business model? What's our plan? How are we capitalized? How do we intend to stay capitalized? It's a big part of our business. Okay. And tell me about the education center. So the education center for us runs the gamut for sophisticated investors and you know new investors. And it's everything from what is a cap rate? What are the various mortgage laws? How do you underwrite a retail transaction? How do you underwrite a self-storage transaction? What are the key things to look at when you're investing with a new sponsor? We try and take you know tips and tricks that we've learned in the business and share them directly with our investors. Well, maybe you can add telling them to listen to the Commercial Real Estate Show, right? Listen to the Commercial Real Estate Show. There you go. Well, Julian, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it. Thank you. It was, a, it was a pleasure. If you'd like more information, visit RealtyMogul.com. Just a moment, we'll have more on crowdfunding. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. Does your company provide professional services to the commercial real estate industry? The Commercial Real Estate Show is an excellent way to reach your target audience. For advertising options, visit commercialrealestateshow.com or call 888-612-SHOW. Welcome back. I'm Michael Ball, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We have some great shows coming up for you, including LinkedIn Mastery for Business Leaders and Sustainability for Health and Profit. Don't miss a show with special value to you. Sign up for a once-a-week email announcing the show topic at commercialrealestateshow.com. Well, today we're exploring the world of crowdfunding. Well, now we'll hear about a new service I think you'll find very interesting. Uh, please welcome Roy Abrams, CEO with RealConnects. Roy, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Michael. Great to be here. Well, RealConnects has been referred to as Match.com meets LinkedIn meets the App Store for real estate professionals. What's that all about? Well, Michael, every real estate deal, every real estate transaction brings together 10 professional groups, the developer or sponsor, investor, lender, design, build, engineering, advisory, brokerage, and insurance. RealConnects is the first site of its kind in the world that aims to match these parties together around the transaction against very precise characteristics. That's the match.com part of it. In terms of the LinkedIn, um, we deploy all the LinkedIn social paradigms of connecting and matching people, but only insofar as it supports the transaction. So with RealConnects, very advanced, sophisticated matching and networking. The uh, App Store part of it is where we aggregate all the various research applications, software, SaaS systems 
that are out there. We try and bring it together in one venue. Okay. And what are the geographic areas that the site covers in, in price range or types of properties? So we ref- this is a very much a business-to-business um, site. Mm-hmm. The, the general range of transactions is commercial real estate. It's national. It's all asset classes. If you're a professional, real estate professional, um, this is the site for you. As I mentioned, all, all, all asset classes. Okay. And geographically? Geographically, it's a national site. We'll be rolling out initially around the key uh, U.S. gateways, and then it'll be a national solution. And, of course, um, later in the year, international. Okay. So if it's for all those 10 groups around commercial real estate, then it's for all of our listeners, right? It's for REITs. It's for developers. It's for brokers. It's for maybe landowners that have some land they want to have developed. It's really for everyone. It sure is. It will provide a range of um, interconnecting capabilities that have never been possible before. So it must be expensive for those people to get started on the site. Not at all. (laughs) Um, This is what we call in the Tech Talk a freemium model. It's pretty much free for everyone to use. There are and there will be some premium features as we go along. But initially, everybody's in, you sign up, you register, and you're on your way. Okay, so run me through a scenario. Say, say I'm a uh, developer and I've got a project I'm going to get going and I want to build an uh, office tower uh, in uh, New York and uh, I need all those professionals. I'd like to have some investors. I'm concerned about confidentiality. Um, I've kind of used to the way I do things. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so what do I do and, what's, and how do you handle that concern for confidentiality? So that's a very key point of the site and the way we tackle that or the way we describe that we say real connect is a site that takes all the confidentialities sensitivities of the old world and translates that to an online paradigm the way you used to doing deals is the way offline is the way you should be doing deals online and real connects provides all the elements that you need to be able to get a project out there, enough detail of a project out there, without betraying any of the confidentialities. You then can decide who you engage with and how you engage with who you engage. Okay, so I can control what uh, is out there and who sees it, right? Absolutely. You can control who sees you, you you can control the environment within which people see you. Okay, so what, what is the transformation here? What, what is this site going to do for commercial real estate practitioners? We think that this is going to fundamentally change the way transactions gets done. Mm-hmm. Insofar as it's going to be, ha- transactions are going to happen much faster, much quicker, and much more effectively. The old way of doing deals is through the, the, the network, the old buddy network. You build your environment through networking. You find new contacts. It's a time-consuming process. This aims to take the transaction process and shrink it, make it happen much quicker, much faster, and perhaps much more effectively. And by the way, with a range of much, uh, much broader options than you've ever had before. A lot of people are very singular focused, Roy. I mean, they're, maybe they're just interested in multifamily. Maybe they're just interested in the Southeast. and Maybe they're just interested in investing in projects uh, that are new and in, in the Southeast and they're 100 units plus. Can you get to that kind of focus for users? 
Ab- absolutely. Yeah. We, we all understand that uh, real estate is a, is a regional uh, activity. It happens at the local level. Mm-hmm. The site's been designed to reflect that, not only at the local level, but people have their own specializations. The whole construct of the site supports in entirely that methodology. You decide what asset classes, you decide what activities, and you can constrict your activities within Real Connect just to that. Yeah, and I've seen the site. It's uh, it's pretty incredible. Uh, you know the amount of detail that you've put in there, and it's also very intuitive. You know, I really liked uh, how intuitive it is, and and the fact that you can get in there and, and get rolling with this uh, free, <laughs> it's pretty incredible. Well, we're gonna take a short break here. We're gonna have more from Roy Abrams with uh, Real Connects. I think you're gonna like what you hear. So stay with us. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you in part by your friends at Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com or call 800-408-BULL. Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. Are you invited to send us questions? You can send them to info at CREshow.com. Each business day, I answer a question on video. We post it on the Twitter account, Ask Michael Bull, and the YouTube channel, Commercial Real Estate Show. Be sure and check it out. Well, today we're exploring the world of crowdfunding, and we're talking with Roy Abrams, CEO with RealConnect, which is a site that offers a lot more than crowdfunding. And Roy, how can this site make the real estate business more efficient? Um, Michael, we are deploying a lot of very interesting new methodologies, fundamentally new methodologies, um, bringing them into the real estate world. The site itself has a paradigm of registering you, your company, and a range of your services. So different from most else that is out there, you can you register these distinct various elements. By registering a particular service, we then allow you to build full ecosystems around particular service groupings. You can go out using the tool and invite people, groups, profile groups, by the way, to come and follow that service, participate in discussions around that service. In other words, you can register multiple services, you can build multiple ecosystems and have multiple discussions around those services, but at least then you as a service provider know you're talking to a very, very qualified audience. All right, and I think that's a little different than most people think of maybe like LinkedIn. I mean, with the details that are quick to to use on, on your site, as I've seen it, uh, and very intuitive, you can really get down to really who you want in that group, right? Exactly what kind of deals they do, where, what price range, uh, whether they're a developer or a principal, uh, all those sorts of details, right? Absolutely. And that is one of the suite of services mm-hmm. we offer on what we call our business development tools. Mm-hmm. The business development tools allow you to, in a very granular manner, define your audience across that ecosystem who you want to be informing a discussion with, determine the kind of profile of the user in terms of uh, where they play. In other words, you, you as a service provider can choose the very specific profile of your client. Um, form up the group, send out a message, and attract them to that service. Very different from anything else that's out there. And if you're a, a 
developer sponsor of a, of a new transaction, you can also be real particular about who who has access to it and who sees it. And then they've kind of, uh, what would you call it, knock on your door and you give them permission to come in and see that information, right? Absolutely. Very important if you're a developer, for example, or a sponsor putting out a deal, before you put out details of that deal, you want to know who you're talking to. You want to understand the credentials of that person. So put out the deal, get the information back, you determine who you talk to and the uh, basis upon which you talk to them. What's another premium feature that people would like? Um, the range of them, there's one in particular which I enjoy a lot, being a developer and always having a range of limited partners to manage. We have our what we call our investor management platform. I bring on all my limited partners onto the platform. I, uh, the term we use is I upload once, I communicate many. Uh, instant communication to a range of limited partners. Excellent. What's a closing tip you could share with our listeners and viewers, Roy? Well, we think we have something very exciting. I'd welcome all listeners of the CRE show to come to the site, register. I'll provide them one year's free full site access. Just use the code CRE when you come to the site. That's at www.realconnex.com. Roy, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you joining us here in Studio One. Thank you very much, Michael. All right. Well, thank you. And you've got the website there. I have seen it. You should go check it out. It is very interesting. And, uh, it, it, you know, the analogy of those three social media sites isn't even really fair to it. Uh, if you're in the commercial real estate industry, do check it out. We're invited to join us next week. The show is called LinkedIn Mastery for Business Leaders. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Michael Bull. Until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh. And join us for the Commercial Real Estate Show. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Atlanta Office Liquidators, new and used furniture liquidators, France Media, publications and conferences, and Bull Realty Commercial Brokerage, a great place to do business. For more information on these companies or to access additional podcasts, videos, or blogs, visit commercialrealestateshow.com.